Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Good morning and welcome to this next iced coffee day. This is a traditional iced coffee day where I yammer on about a topic. <laughs> Got my iced coffee, let's do it. Um, so today's topic was inspired by a group coaching call that I had with some of the ladies from the lifestyle group. So shout out to those lovely ladies. Um, but we were talking about cutting. So if you did my free five day training, um, you know all about the different phases of nutrition. And this is exactly what my eight week group coaching program gets into, how to plan out that nutrition. But one of the phases, not the only phase, is cutting, which is um, a traditional diet where you are cutting calories from your diet. And I think a lot of women get into the mistake of going from one diet to the next diet to the next diet. And that's why we see a lot of that like yo-yo dieting, the losing, the gaining, the frustration, um, the things that work till they don't work. And really like a cut should be I don't know, something you do once a year, maybe twice a year at the most if you plan your nutrition out ahead of time. And you should be spending 90% of your life at maintenance. And I mean, I had a call with a client the other day and she actually told me, I mean, she was the, you know, the typical yo-yo dieter has yo-yo dieted her whole life. She's like, I have no idea what it's like to be in maintenance. Um, and so for us, I think, our goal is going to be to get her into maintenance and just to see what it's like to eat a normal number of calories, have energy, have you know a good mood, um, have her hormones be balanced because in maintenance, all good things happen. Um, and if you listen to the previous um, podcast episode with my client Renee, um, where she was you know, patient with the process and everything, she talks about how great maintenance is um, because it's not like nothing can happen in that phase. Uh, here we go, little Murphy has to come into the video, see what's going on. Um, but in maintenance, um, you can still change your body composition. You can build muscle, you can lose fat, like all good things happen in maintenance. It's just not a specific goal during that phase. And with a cut, it is to lose body fat, but you need to earn the right to do a diet. And I think a lot of women miss that in the sense that they just diet, diet, diet. They go to, they lower their calories, increase their cardio, and it just puts so much stress on the body. But if you really prepare your body for a cut in the sense that you spent time in maintenance, you did a proper reverse diet, maybe you've done a bulk. When you get to that cut, you're gonna have such better results. So, um, like I said, you need to earn the right to cut. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about cutting, like how long that cut should be, like what helps you determine um, how long that cut should last. And I think there's a number of different reasons, and this is what we talked about on the coaching call, like why certain women picked you know, certain lengths of cuts and like what influenced their decision, decision. And there's no right or wrong way for that length. It really just depends on what you can do consistently and what you know you can st stick to. Um, because being in a calorie deficit, it just comes down to consistency and doing the things um, and being patient a lot of the time. Um, but the thing with a cut is that it should have a start and stop date. It shouldn't be that like moving target where you know, you're trying to lose five more pounds or just a couple more pounds. You want to get to that number on the scale that kind of it's not great because it extends the length of the cut and really like a cut should be anywhere from eight weeks to 16 weeks if you go past 16 weeks 
not to say that you can't do it. I mean, you could do whatever you want, <laughs> but um, it just puts a lot of stress on the body because you are in a calorie deficit. You are eating fewer calories than the body needs to run effectively and efficiently. Um, actually, that's the thing. Your body's becoming more efficient with fewer calories. So it's just not ideal for living a healthy body or living in a healthy body. So that's why we usually cut things off at 16 weeks. And if you think about 16 weeks, that's four months of like tracking your food, being in restriction. I mean, think about all the like dining out and events and like fun things that you might go through in four months. Like that can really suck. I just feel like people lose motivation after four months. Um, so that's usually where we cut it. And I feel like that's a good amount of time to see some results, but we don't typically go longer than that. So um, eight weeks, I think is a good amount of time. That's like the quick and dirty version. And then 16 is kind of like the longer version. And then anywhere in between is like, what might work for you. It's kind of like the intermediate, <laughs> like a 12 week or something like that. Um, but I think also you can adjust the length of your cut depending on how well it's going. And I'll talk about that at the, at the end because I'll talk about kind of, I don't wanna say the extremes, but like the shortcut, which is eight weeks, quick and dirty. And then the, the long cut that's 16 weeks is a bit longer. Um, it tends to be a little bit more low key as far as like changing your life. But I wanna talk about some of the things to consider. Cause I think some women just think, oh, I'm gonna do a diet and they just, start dieting. Um, they don't really consider all the other things that are happening in their life or how they're feeling or their personality or um, just like there's a million things that go into, you know, going into a diet. And like I said, this should be like a once a year thing, maybe twice you could fit it in. Um, just kind of depends on the person and like your goals and all that stuff. But anyways, let's get into it because I do think there's, um, a lot that goes into setting up a proper cut. And that's the other thing. Sorry. I have so much to say about this <laughs> that like, if you're just like going from diet to diet to diet, you might not be getting the best results because you're not doing what you need to do. So if you set yourself up for success, you really prioritize what you need to do, you're consistent because you have a time frame, you're gonna get better results. So this is what I talk about in my eight week group program. We just talk about how to do it right um, as far as changing your body composition, doing the dieting, getting the results that you want, building muscle, losing fat, all that good stuff. Um, but anyways, I sorry, a little tangent there, but let's get into this cutting stuff. So this is all about what to consider when you're considering the length of your cut, AKA diet. So here are the things you might want to consider for an eight week cut. And so this is like the quick and dirty, like get it over with cut. Um, for this could be for this, if I decide to do a cut ever, <laughs> I haven't done any sort of dieting in a long time because I've been very sick. Um, and when you are healing or you're having GI or hormone issues, like a diet is like the worst place to be. Thyroid issues, you do not want to be in a diet. You want to make sure your body is getting enough food. So for me, being in a UC flare for well over a year, um, there was no way I was going to do a diet. I mean, my body was like dying for food because nothing was being absorbed. You know, it just hasn't been on my radar. But anyways, if I was going to do a cut, I would do the eight week quick and dirty because I know myself, um, and this would be for somebody that has trouble with consistency. <laughs> like, get it done. Be consistent for eight weeks, lose the weight, done. You know, go into your reverse and it's over with. It could also be for somebody that um, doesn't like restriction. That's me, I don't like restriction. I don't wanna be restricted. Um, because that's the thing with a cut, you have to temporar temporarily restrict your caloric intake. Um, and for some people, like that's not fun. I mean, I don't, I don't wanna do that. Um, but I know if I have a goal, I have to do that. So I think having that short time frame can really be motivating. Cause say I get four weeks in, I'm like, all right, I only have four weeks to go. I only have two weeks to go, I only have one week to go. So it like, can keep you motivated in that sense that it's short. It's not um, this big, long four month thing. 
Not to say there's anything bad with that. We'll get to the 16 week um, cut in a second. Um, it could be good for you if you don't have a specific, or if you have a specific deadline in mind. So if you are getting married, or if you're going on a vacation, or um, your birthday's coming up, like that short and sweet could be really good in the sense that like you have that deadline, um, you have a goal to work for, towards, and it can be really motivating. Um, could be for somebody who doesn't like tracking. <laughs> I'm the macro person, but I don't love tracking. Um, I know it's important and I think it can be really, really helpful. And if you're in a cut, you kind of do need to weigh and measure and track your food. Um, but for somebody that doesn't love doing it, yeah, a shorter period of time could get you good results because you only have to do it for eight weeks. So I think that can be um, really motiv motivating. Um, in the same vein, uh, if you don't love cardio, um, you're more of like a strength training person, or maybe you're just not working out at all, um, the short week could be, the short cut could be, could be good for you because you just have to do that extra cardio for eight weeks. <laughs> and that's something that you should prioritize during a cut. Not necessarily. I still think you should strength train because you need to maintain your muscle. Um, because when you're under eating or you're restricting calories, that's where um, you can lose muscle mass and you don't want that to happen. You want the muscle to stay on. Um, and that could be um, a tip for, or a pro for the 16 week cut. The slower the fat comes off, the less muscle you're going to lose. So during the eight week, you might lose a little bit more muscle because you're doing this, you know, quick cut, quick and dirty thing. Um, but if you're somebody that, you know, likes to strength train, um, it, it might not be an issue for you, but really like adding in that extra cardio can be really helpful as far as be like being in that calorie deficit, keeping that calorie deficit. Um, but it's only for eight weeks that you're going to do the extra cardio. <laughs> so that could be motivating. Um, if you tend to be somebody who is like an all or nothing type person, or you kind of have this like, I'm on track, off track, foods are good, foods are bad, could be helpful for eight weeks because just in eight weeks, you are being on track. You are doing the thing for eight weeks. Um, could be really helpful in that sense that like you are just periodizing and prioritizing these eight weeks for the cut. So if you're somebody that tends to think like that, not necessarily a good or bad thing, it could be helpful to you in an eight week cut versus a 16 week cut where, Oh, tried to be on track for four months. That's really hard. That's really hard. So, but eight weeks might be a little bit easier. Um, the next one is that you don't mind changing your life to get results. And this is the thing about the eight week. It's quick and dirty, but you have to do the things. You have to count the macros. You have to be in a calorie deficit. You have to do the cardio. You have to sleep. Um, you got to do the meal prep. You got to do all the things. Um, so this really can be disruptive to your life. I mean, it's only eight weeks. It's only two months out of the year, um, but you have to change things. But if you are okay doing that, could be a great thing for you. Again, this is something that I would be okay doing for two months, but I wouldn't be okay doing it for four months. So it really just depends on the person and your personality. Um, also, your life isn't crazy. I feel like a two month cut, you have to focus on being in a calorie deficit and doing the right things. If you are in a busy time at work or you're buying and selling a house, um, you just had a baby, um, you're training for an endurance event, something like that, those are all like really busy times in life where I just think there are other priorities in life, which is not bad. I mean, we all have shifting priorities and different seasons of life, um, but you really need to prioritize the cut. And if you aren't prioritizing the cut, you're not going to get the best results. So think about like what's going on. Like another not great time for a cut is the summer. I mean, one of my clients said beer and barbecues, like the summer is an awful time to cut. Cause I mean, you're in restriction I and mean, you think about like all the fun stuff you do in the summer. Like you don't want to be like, mm, can't have a burger. Mm, 
can't have a beer, can't go on vacation, or can't go on vacation and enjoy it. Um, so really like paying attention to the timing of the cut I think is really important. So it's a time that you can really prioritize yourself, prioritize the cut, prioritize your goals. Um, it could be a time, it could be a good fit for you if you don't have a ton of weight to lose. Like I don't think doing like an eight week crash diet and expecting to lose like 40 or 50 pounds is very healthy. Uh, but if you're somebody that's like, oh, I might want to lose like five pounds in eight weeks, I think that is a more realistic goal. With that longer cut, like yeah, you could lose more weight, but again, the slower you lose it, the easier it is to maintain. So again, for an eight week cut, might be a little bit better for somebody who doesn't have a lot of weight to lose. Um, oh, you just did a bulk. Yes, so bulking is where you are purposely adding more calories to your diet, and it could be a small increase. It could be like five or 10% more than your maintenance. It doesn't have to be like a huge amount, you know, you don't need to eat like a ton of burgers and fast food or whatever to bulk. Um, I know guys from CrossFit that used to do that. You don't have to do it like that. Give you a very small increase um, in your diet, and then you're prioritizing strength training to purposely put on muscle. Um, and that's to change your body composition and of course change your metabolic rate in the sense that you have more muscle that's gonna burn more calories. And that's a very distinct phase. Um, and that's a phase that you might do after reverse diet, you might do it after maintenance, but being in that phase really sets you up for success when you come to a cut because you are eating more calories than you previously were, so you have more room to cut from. Um, so like say your maintenance is 2,000 calories, for your bulk you go up to 24, 2,500. That would be a really good bulk. Um, you definitely put on some muscle during that period of time, but when you get to the time that you wanna cut, you have you know 2,500 calories to cut from. I mean, you could go very slowly, you could go quickly, kinda depends, but you have lots more room to cut from than you did at maintenance at 2,000 calories. Um, so doing a bulk into a cut, um, really, I've seen really, really good results because you're eating high calories and then you are cutting calories. And that's where you have built muscle and the fat um, is what you lose, like ideally, is what you're gonna lose. I mean, you may lose a little of both, um, but in theory, you will be losing fat. Um, but that's how you can really change your body composition, and that's how you get that quote unquote toned look. Um, so, yeah, doing a bulk and do a cut, very, very good. But for an eight week person, that could be really good. 16 weeks, same thing. That could be a really good time to do one as well, but just giving it a shout out now. The next one similarly is um, you spent a decent amount of time in maintenance. And this is kind of re a, a requirement um, because this is what I see with women is that they cut, they do like a small reverse, they go to a cut, they do like, they just keep like, they don't ever spend time in maintenance. And if they spend time in maintenance, they're like, oh, I spent four weeks in maintenance. I'm like, that's not enough. Even eight weeks is probably not enough. I would spend, say like three, four, five, nine months, a year in maintenance. Like I think those are all really, really good things. Um, and the thing is like, we just want the results now, but I think if you can be patient, you're gonna have better results and you're gonna be able to maintain them better. Um, so really like spending like a good amount of time in maintenance is really important. And I typically tell clients, your maintenance is gonna be the same, it's gonna be one and a half to almost two times the the length of your cut. Um, so if you cut for 18 or eight weeks, um, your maintenance is going to be, um, anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks. So 
Um, and that doesn't even include the reverse. So like the more time you could spend reversing and maintenance, the better you're gonna be for setting yourself up for success with that cut because you are eating more calories, your body is adapting, your metabolism is increasing, and then you have room to cut. And that's really important because if you're just reversing and cutting, reversing and cutting, like your body doesn't have time to get to that healthy um, maintenance mode um, as far as your calories go. And then finally, um, this is just the eight-week cut. I even have more to say about the 16-week cut. I just have a lot to say about this topic, and it really is one of my favorite topics to talk about and why I created a whole eight-week group, group program around it. Um, but you um, tend to be someone who quits or loses motivation. Um, an eight-week time period could be better for you because you're more likely to see it through. Um, it's more doable because it's only eight weeks. Um, and again, kind of goes back to the consistency and the tracking and all that good stuff. But again, kind of depends on your personality. Like I'm the like, let's do it the right way. Let's do it quick and dirty. Let's get it over with because I know myself, I don't want to be restricted. I want to be able to eat whatever I want and ever, however much I want. Um, but yeah, if I wanted to um, lose five pounds for summer or a vacation or something, I would do the eight week cut. But that's me, that's me. There's a lot of different, different scenarios for doing cuts. Okay, so the 16, the four month, the longer cut, um, there's a lot of reasons to do that. And again, one's not better than the other, it really just depends what works better for you. Um, so number one is like, you don't want this cut to interfere with your life. I mean, I, there's a number of clients we have worked with that were like, I wanna do the cut, but like, I still, at like, I'm a mom, I'm working full time, I don't have all the time and energy to devote to this, and I need a little bit of wiggle room as far as, you know, having a day off or not tracking a day or not doing the meal prep, or I'm not gonna get all the cardio in. Just like knowing yourself that you need kind of a more low key approach. Um, like you don't want it to affect your social life. Like you have a girls weekend coming up, or your birthday's coming up, or you have like a quick three day weekend. Like you know you can't be 100% because you have certain things coming up. Um, it might be easier to do this longer cut because you have time um, to make decisions and um, really like adjust what you're doing. And that's kind of another tip or point there is that you have time to make tweaks because like if things are working great you keep doing what you're doing if things aren't working you could cut more calories you can add more cardio you can increase your protein intake you can sleep more you can do more strength training there's so many different things that you can do to get this cut to work so having 16 weeks really gives you that amount of time to make some changes um, and really try to figure out you know what's going to work best and what's going to get you the best results um, a 16 week cut could be good for you if you like the accountability, you like the structure of tracking your food and meal prepping and having a training plan and being on track. Like some people really thrive on that. Like I think about my husband, like he loves structure. I mean, give him like a meal plan or give him some macros. He'll follow them. Like he loves that stuff. I mean, he doesn't normally do that, but he did do a cut last spring and had great results, but he loves stuff like that. He loves being accountable. He loves having the structure, the program. Um, so if you're somebody that thrives with that, a longer cut might be for you. Um, if you don't have a specific event or time frame, again, you got, you got four months, you know, like you're not really working for something specific, but on the flip side, you could be working for something specific. Like if you had a wedding, so like for some of our clients, our long-term clients, if they're getting married um, and we have enough time, we're putting them into maintenance, maintenance, we're putting them into a bulk and then right before their wedding, we're putting them into a cut um, because that's going to get them the best results and they have that goal in mind. Um, and you know, four months up to a wedding, like you can lose a good amount of weight, but you got to do it the right way. You shouldn't start a cut like a year before your wedding 
wedding, like do it right before the wedding. That's when you're gonna get the best results. Then you gotta reverse out of it, you know, like right after the honeymoon and everything. That's that's a little, you know, you gotta figure that out. But um, I think doing it right before an event, like leading up can be really, really good. But, you know, depending if you want long or short. Um, um, if you're somebody that's never done a cut, um, the longer one could be real helpful um, in the sense that like you do have time to make tweaks. You can kind of like figure out what's working for you, not working for you. Um, you you just like don't really know what to expect. I think with an eight week, like you kind of are expecting to lose some sort of weight, but with 14 weeks, it's going to be a lot more slow and steady and um, it could just be like a nice way to ease you into that fat loss. Um, and it could be um, for somebody who has a lot more weight to lose because then you have four months versus you know, eight weeks to lose the weight. So it could be for somebody that has a bigger goal in mind. But remember, with that four months, you don't want to diet yourself into a hole because like the lower your calories get, the more, I guess like damage you're doing to your body in the sense that you are restricting calories. It could affect your hormones, um, your thyroid, obviously your metabolism. So you have to dig yourself out of that hole, like as far as a reverse diet up to maintenance. So like you don't want to go so deep into that deficit that like it's miserable or it's going to take you a really long time to get out of there. So it kind of depends on like you and your personality, but you could lose a decent amount of weight in four months. So it kind of depends again, like what your goals are. Um, and of course, you know, how you feel about doing that longer cut. Um, if you have high calories, um, like you have done the maintenance, you have done a bulk, it could be a really good time to do that 16 week cut because again, you have plenty of room to cut from. So again, it's not going to interfere with your life. Um, like we have a woman in the lifestyle group now where I think her maintenance was 2,600 calories. Like she has a ton of room to cut from. I think she went to like 2,500 calories and she's gonna go to 24, 23. She's still eating so many calories, but she has tons of room to cut tons of time to cut um but this is like such a nice way to do a cut without it like totally interfering with your life um because you know she's not going to be hungry her biofeedback's probably going to be better she's going to be able to keep up with her workouts i mean sure when she gets to like towards the end of her cut she's probably going to feel it but like that first month she probably hasn't felt too too much stress as far as eating fewer calories or doing more workouts or any of that so um, it could be like a nice way to just like ease into a cut and not have it take over your life um, again related to that like you don't want to do a drastic cut like you don't like being hungry like you don't like being restricted um, could just be like a nice easy way to do it and then, um, of course, like the slower the weight comes off, the more easily it is going to be to maintain. So remember that. So doing a slow cut um, could really set you up for success as far as maintaining it because you haven't dieted yourself into like a deep hole. So when you do that reverse and you get back up to maintenance, it's going to be so much easier to maintain that loss. So a slow weight loss is not a bad thing. I think actually the fast weight loss is like more trouble. Um, like the eight week, if you did quick and dirty and like lost a lot of weight, Kind of depends on the person and their metabolism, but I do think like the slow and steady um, gets you better results for the long term. Um, if life is really busy, like you know, like the things I mentioned, you know, work is busy, you're moving, you just had a baby, um, four months devoting yourself or spending four months devoted to some sort of cut 
probably going to add more stress to your life and you might not be able to give 100% because you have competing priorities. And again, not a bad thing. We all have different priorities. Things change, but it just might not be an ideal time for a pet. So look at that when you're like, can I devote 16 weeks to this? Like, is it going to work out? Um, and look at what's going on. Do you have events? Are there holidays? Are you going away? Are you traveling for work? All those things can make a cut that much harder. Not to say that you can't do it. Like plenty of people do it. Um, but is it right for you and your lifestyle and your goals? Um, if you, and then finally, this is the last one, um, if you want it to be easy, and I don't want to say it's not easy, like it's a cut, you're in restriction, but it could be a little bit easier in the sense that you might not even notice like the calorie deficit. If you've, you know, prepared your body, if you've earned the right to cut like this, you know, this client in the lifestyle group, like she's earned the right to cut. I mean, she's been at maintenance for a good long time. And I mean, I think she's eating like 2,400 calories. She's still eating a decent amount of food, but she's in a cut. Um, so I, I don't want to say it's easy for her. Like she's obviously still doing work, but it's easy in the sense that she's not eating like 1500 calories and like starving to death and like trying to do cardio on top of it. So you can make it work for your life. And that's what all this periodization and planning your nutrition is all about. Um, and like I said, this is exactly what we do in the eight week program. This is exactly what we do with one-on-one -on -one clients, but we just do it for them. Um, the eight week group is where I'm teaching you how to do it, but I think it just can be so great for your lifestyle, your mental, emotional state, um, obviously getting you good results because you have done the right things and your body has had time to respond. It just makes it so much easier to achieve and maintain your results. And then finally, I just wanted to add like a couple quick notes for um, maybe doing like a 12 week cut or a 14 week cut or a 10 week cut somewhere in the middle. Um, obviously I did the extremes and you know, those are two really good options. Um, but if you are doing an eight week cut and things are going really well, you could extend it to 10 weeks. You could extend it to 12 weeks. That's totally fine. But again, you just want to make sure you're not dieting yourself into a hole where your calories are super duper low and that reverse diet is going to take you a while to get out of. Because remember, with a reverse diet, it's still restriction in a sense. You're only adding like 50 to 100 calories per week. So you still need to track. You still need to pay attention to what you're doing um, to prevent, you know, any of that weight gain from coming back. Like you probably will gain like a couple pounds back. But the whole goal is to do that reverse as slowly as possible to minimize that weight gain and prioritize strength training and sleeping and all that good stuff. Um, but you need that time to get those calories back up to a good place. Um, and that takes time, too. So it really just kind of depends. But if things are going well, you're losing weight, you still feel good, it's okay to extend it a couple weeks. I mean, it really depends on you. It's also okay to cut <laughs> your, your cut short. So like say you had planned to do a 16-week cut and it's just not working, you're miserable, like life suddenly got busy, something crazy happened, like you're not weighing and measuring your food, you're not doing cardio, you're not meal prepping, like you know, this is like a disaster cut. Cut it short. You don't need to go 16 weeks and suffer through it. Like if you made it 12 weeks in, great. You did a 12 week cut. Put yourself in a reverse, go back into maintenance um, and just be in maintenance till it's a good time for you to cut um, because you don't, you don't have to suffer through the diet. And if anything, it's gonna make you crazy because like you're not losing weight, you know you're not doing a good job with um, the calorie counting and macro counting and all that stuff. And like, you just know, you know, you're like, this is not working out. This is making me crazy. Like stop making yourself crazy, just quit go to maintenance, um, and then when it's time to do it, time to do a cut, you'll be in a much better place. And I'm sure like, even though like a failed, you had a failed cut, you probably learned so much from it. And I think that is really what it's all about because like the more you do this, the more you understand how these different phases work, the easier it becomes and the better results that you get, so.
like I said, it's not hard. You just got to learn how to do it. And you really need to consider some of these things because, um, yeah, these are major things that can make or break a cut. So I definitely want you to consider these. Um, and hopefully you guys found this helpful. I mean, this is something, like I said, this is what I do with women. I really just help them figure out a realistic, sustainable way to change their body composition without just dieting, 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 and ruining their hormones and metabolisms and thyroids and just doing it in a healthy way. Um, that's not going to make you crazy and leave you totally frustrated and spinning your wheels. <laughs> All right, this was way longer than I than I expected. I um, just had a lot to say about this topic. It really is one of my favorites. And um, just a quick shout out, eight-week group starts on February 14th, next Monday. Um, if you want to learn how to do this properly as far as cutting, um, planning your nutrition, reverse dieting, maintenance, bulking. We get into all the individual phases, how to do it properly. We also get into macros too, just how to calculate them and adjust them for the, each individual phases. But um, the group starts um, on February 14th on Valentine's Day. There's also workouts, um, but it's a, a great way to really figure this out for yourself. And you get to work with me. There are live coaching calls every week. And then we also have a WhatsApp chat. So even you know outside those calls, we can chat and um, uh, figure out what's going on with your individual situation. Uh, yes, you still have time to get into the eight-week group. Um, it doesn't start till um, Valentine's Day, so just sign up now. Um, link is in my profile. I think it's on the blog too, and I'll be talking about it for the next however many days. It's the thing, like not everybody sees my stuff all the time, so um, I'll be talking about it quite a bit. And of course, if you're on my email list, you're probably getting some emails about it too, but would love to have you. And I do think um, this is like a really different approach to how you know women have lost weight um, in the past. And this is what I was talking about in your 20s, Go on a crash diet, lose the weight, get ready for you know the vacation. But when you're like in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, you can't keep doing that. You like you really are like hurting your health. Um, and I mean, I have been there. I mean, I have wrecked my hormones at times. Um, obviously, I have other health issues going on, but I see it all the time. Like women who are like 35 and have no hormones, and I mean, it's because they've like dieted and over-exercised for, you know, however many years, you know? So there's like so many things that I've seen where I'm like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And I've been doing this with women for years now and they do get good results if they are patient with the process and they're willing to eat more food. <laughs> and I know everybody like freaks out about eating more food, um, but like the body doesn't wanna be underfed. It doesn't wanna be starved. It's very stressful. Um, anyways, I could be on a soapbox about this, but I just want women to be healthy. I mean, I have been there. I was the lunatic that would run five miles and then do CrossFit and then do a yoga class afterwards and then eat like no food. <laughs> that was not good for me. It was not good for me. Um, okay, I'm done rambling. I hope you guys have a lovely day. Um, and if you're interested in the group, um, definitely sign up or just send me a message. I'm more than happy to answer questions and chat. All right, guys, have a great day.